Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. Brothers and sisters, God is not unjust so as to overlook your work and the love you have demonstrated for his name by having served and continuing to serve the holy ones. We earnestly desire each of you to demonstrate the same eagerness for the fulfillment of hope until the end, so that you may not become sluggish, but imitators of those who through faith and patience are inheriting the promises. When God made the promise to Abraham, since he had no one greater by whom to swear, he swore by himself and said, I will indeed bless you and multiply you. And so after patient waiting, Abraham obtained the promise. Now men swear by someone greater than themselves. For them an oath serves as a guarantee and puts an end to all argument. So when God wanted to give the heirs of his promise an even clearer demonstration of the immutability of his purpose, he intervened with an oath, so that by two immutable things, in which it was impossible for God to lie, we have taken refuge, might be strongly encouraged to hold fast to the hope that lies before us. This we have as an anchor of the soul, sure and firm, which reaches into the interior behind the veil, where Jesus has entered on our behalf as forerunner, becoming the high priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. The word of the Lord. The Lord will remember his covenant forever. I will give thanks to the Lord with all my heart in the company and assembly of the just. Great are the works of the Lord, exquisite in all their delights. He is one renowned for his wondrous deeds, gracious and merciful as the Lord. He has given food to those who fear him. He will forever be mindful of his covenant. He has sent deliverance to his people. He has ratified his covenant forever. Holy and awesome is his name. His praise endures forever. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. As Jesus was passing through a field of grain on the Sabbath, his disciples began to make a path while picking the heads of grain. At this, the Pharisees said to him, Look, why are they doing what is unlawful on the Sabbath? He said to them, Have you never read what David did when he was in need and he and his companions were hungry? How he went into the house of God when Abiathar was high priest and ate the bread of offering that only the priest could lawfully eat and shared it with his companions? Then he said to them, The Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. That is why the Son of Man is Lord, even of the Sabbath. The Gospel of the Lord. Brothers and sisters, God is not unjust so as to overlook your work. The author of Hebrews, St. Paul, or an editor of St. Paul's, exhorted the Jewish converts to Christianity to not become sluggish. He earnestly desired they continue serving and working until the end when their hope is fulfilled. Imitate those, he wrote, who by faith and patience inherit the promise. God cannot lie, wrote the author of Hebrews. We can certainly take refuge in that and hold fast to the hope that lies before us. We can anchor our souls in the promise. 
And what is that promise? An eternal life of happiness and peace, a life beyond one's wildest imagination. As St. Paul, echoing Isaiah, wrote in another letter, who can know the mind of God? Jesus Christ can know the mind of God because he is God. And God became lower than the angels for a little while. He became a man, a human being, in order to save us from our waywardness. And just how did he save us? The author of Hebrews tells us he entered the interior behind the veil so as to offer sacrifice. What does that mean? He entered behind the veil. The sanctuary in the temple was cordoned off by a huge 40-foot high temple veil. Priest and only priest would go into the interior behind the veil to fulfill their priestly duties. The lay faithful would remain outside of the sanctuary and pray. So they did not see everything that happened at that point. Now, was that a bad thing? Was that discrimination against the lay faithful for not being able to fully participate in the process? Or did it add to the sacred mystery so as to help them believe in Eastern rites of the church, priests to this day at Mass go behind a screen, beyond the veil, for the Eucharistic prayer. Then they dramatically reappear with Christ, body, blood, soul, and divinity in the most holy Eucharist. Hebrews states that Christ is our forerunner, blazing a trail on our behalf. He goes beyond the veil to the real sanctuary in heaven to offer the only acceptable sacrifice for sin. What a beautiful and mysterious thing Christ accomplishes for us. But does that mean we no longer are to participate in the process? Of course not. Christ requires that we join him. He gives each of us a different piece of the cross so we can participate in his work. This is a great blessing. For there's dignity in work. There's dignity in working out our salvation. Let us then not become sluggish and drop our piece of the cross. Let us never presume that we are saved by our faith alone. No, we are not. Scripture is clear. We have to demonstrate our faith by acts, works of love. And if we say we love God without keeping his commandments, we are, as St. John wrote, liars. Isn't that interesting? God cannot lie, but we can. The wise play then is to go to work for him, the God-man who is a priest forever. The priest who is not so unjust as to overlook our work. Our work. 